In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw the government finally make a decision on the eviction ban, warning signs on inflation, more Russian missile attacks on Ukraine, and a row in the UK over new legislation designed to stop small boat migration. So grab a coffee and get up to speed in just about seven minutes. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition, and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. On Tuesday, the government finally announced that the eviction ban will be lifted after all on April 1st. This comes despite the Minister for Housing admitting on Tuesday that lifting the ban could lead to increases in homelessness and Coalition leader Eamon Ryan also seems sceptical about it. We do have to be careful it doesn't have the opposite effect to what we intend to protect the people in the rented market. You could see it actually seeing it acting as a deterrent for people renting properties. Leader of the Social Democrats, Holly Carnes, outlined the stark reality of the situation for the people that this will affect. them to go when they leave their homes. There is no affordable private rental accommodation anywhere in the country. Emergency accommodation is full, hotels are full, B&Bs are full. And sure enough, the government came under pressure in the Dáil on Wednesday as opposition parties denounced the decision to end the temporary eviction ban. Minister for Housing Dara Bryan admitted that the decision may lead to more homelessness in the short term as 2,700 notices to quit that have been paused will now become active once again. Sinn Féin's Mary Lou Macdonald says the government has caused heartache for many. You don't create more uncertainty for renters at a time when supply is that tight and rents are so high and people are to the pin of their collar and people are afraid now. The government is planning new elements for the budget aimed at boosting housing supply that could include an exemption from capital gains tax for those who sell a second-hand home to a local authority. Thetia Glaver-Racker was on RTE 61 News defending the decision. 40,000 landlords have left the housing market. They haven't been replaced. That's why there are queues every time an apartment is, is advertised. That's why rents for new tenancies are coming up. There aren't enough new properties available and we took the view that if we continue continued with uh, this ban, the chances of getting any new landlords to come into the market ever in the future would be extremely low and that would make the problem much worse in the medium to long term. Russian missiles once again struck Ukraine and capital city Kyiv in the early hours of Thursday morning. The attacks came after UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres met with Ukrainian President Zelensky in Kyiv on Wednesday to discuss the Black Sea grain deal. It's an agreement between Ukraine and Russia which allows grain to be exported from blockaded Ukrainian ports. But the deal is set to expire later this month and there's been concern that Russia won't agree to the extension. But Zelensky seems confident Guterres will be able to negotiate a new deal. I am grateful to Antonio Guterres for his clear condemnation of Russian aggression, which is a gross violation of the UN Charter. I also expressed today the hope that the personal leadership of Mr. General Secretary will help implement a resolution. Meanwhile, a security source has told Sky News that Iran has secretly been providing Russia with bullets, rockets and shells to aid in their war in Ukraine. Ukraine's ambassador to the UK, Vadim Prostyko, says the claims tell us a lot about the current state of things in Russia. First of all, the war is becoming global, so more and more players are getting in there, picking up their sites. And second, that Russia is actually running off everything, including the ammunition. Thursday's attack also knocked Ukraine's massive Zafariza nuclear plant off the power grid again. Officials in Kyiv claim that the Kremlin's forces fired 81 missiles and released eight drones, hitting cities including the capital Odessa and Kharkiv. Rafael Grassi from the International Atomic Energy Agency isn't impressed. This is the sixth time that the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant has lost all of site power. This is the largest nuclear power station in Europe. 
How can we sit here and allow this to happen? Tuesday saw the UK's Home Secretary Suella Braverman and PM Rishi Sunak go all out to sell their new plan to crack down on cross-channel migration. Rishi was out and about in Dover and then back in Downing Street, speaking in front of a podium with Stop the Boats as he looks to fulfil one of his five promises. Then Home Secretary Suella Braverman spoke in Parliament and outlined a plan that will see imprisonment, deportation and lifetime bans from the UK for small boat arrivals if it's made law. Anyone entering this country illegally will be detained and swiftly removed. No half measures. Labour Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper is not convinced. She says the bill isn't a solution to the broken asylum system and blames the Tories for breaking the system in the first place. And there is no point in ministers trying to blame anyone else for it. They have been in power for 13 years. The asylum system is broken and they broke it. At PMQs on Wednesday PM, Rishi Sunak was grilled on the logistics of detaining new arrivals and asked whether those who were sex trafficked to the UK could be denied asylum under the new bill. The new bill had a pretty poor reception everywhere with the UN and a number of other human rights organisations condemning it and questioning the legality of the ban on asylum claims. Vicky Tennant is the UK representative of the UN Refugee Agency and she says she's very worried. This is effectively closing off access to asylum in the UK for people arriving irregularly. We believe it's a clear breach of the the Refugee Convention and even people with very compelling claims will simply not have the opportunity to put these forward. There's no good news on the horizon for mortgage holders as the cost of borrowing looks set to rise further in 2023 as Europe battles with continuing inflation. European Central Bank economist Dr Philip Lane was speaking at Trinity College on Monday and he's predicting there may be further rises even after next week's Central Bank meeting which will probably see rates climb by another half a percent. It will be appropriate to raise rates further beyond March you know, based on the current signals. But what exactly we do after March... It uh, should depend on, on the data we'll get in the new forecast next month. These comments come as customers are feeling the pinch as inflation on groceries hit an all-time high of 16.4% for the last 12 weeks. That's up from just 2.4% at this time last year. Results released by Kantar, a marketing analytics company, show that consumers are spending over €113 Euro extra per buyer in the weeks leading up to February 19th, compared to the same time last year. Senior retail analysis with Kantar, Emer Healy, says the Irish consumers are looking for ways to manage the jumping costs. Shoppers are definitely shopping a little bit more often. Um, but picking up less volume per trip. And if we look at this in terms of the data, we can see that volume per trip, so the amount of packs picked up by consumer is down 11% year on year, while actually frequency is up 7%. So very much that kind of little and often trips. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Bertie is back and Chris Rock finally gets his revenge on Will Smith. Right after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. It was International Women's Day on Wednesday and Ireland celebrated in style by announcing a vote to finally remove sexist references from our 86-year-old constitution. The proposed changes will apply to Article 41.2, which makes reference to a woman's place being in the home. It's been the subject of debate for several years now and Thysia Gleavaragar has long called for its removal. A referendum on the matter is set to be held later this year. Here's Leo explaining how it'll all go down. In November, we will have a referendum or indeed perhaps uh, a number of referendum uh, to modernise our constitution, to enshrine uh, in it equal rights between men and women, uh, to recognise care in our constitution uh, and also to uh, modernise the definition of family so that uh, it isn't just families based on marriage. Guess who's back? It's Bertie. He's attracted protesters last week as he was confirmed with an honorary PhD in UCD, but it's not holding him back from a soft relaunch into public life. He's just made a podcast series tracking the inside story of the Good Friday Agreement with News Talk, and all of this profile-raising activity has prompted speculation that he might just be eyeing a run for president in 2024. Someone finally asked him the question on Monday. All I did was join my, my local common branch in, in Drunkhondran that led to all kinds the speculation, so don't listen to that too much. So you've no interest in the arts? I didn't say that. Would you like to say that you do have an, uh, an interest? I didn't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming up on the first anniversary of the Will Smith slap, or as you might call it, the Oscars. Chris Rock has been pretty low profile since his cheek met Will's palm of fury, but this weekend that all changed. The slappy had a chance to slap back as he performed on Netflix's first ever live show. Yep, it's kind of like what we used to call television. Anyway, Chris made sure that the world was clear on his opinion on Will. Everybody in the world called him a I tried to call him a and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a And who's he hit? Me. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.